This is the Automation World Get Your Questions Answered podcast, where we connect with industry experts to get the answers you need about industrial automation technologies. This podcast is sponsored by Beckoff Automation. I'm David Greenfield, Director of Content for Automation World, and the question we'll be exploring in this episode is how can OEMs improve their machine's material handling capabilities? Now, automation technology advances have been changing the manufacturing landscape significantly over the past few years. And much of the attention around these changes has been focused on the Internet of Things and Industry 4.0 data analytics and the possibilities those technologies hold for optimizing production operations. But there's also been a lot happening on the practical applications front, especially around material handling. And this holds big potential for machinery OEMs targeting packaging, assembly, sorting, and order picking operations. To get a better understanding of the advances being made here, I'm joined today by Jeff Johnson, the Mechatronics Product Manager at Beckoff. So Jeff, from what you've seen working with OEMs, what are some of the biggest factors impacting how OEMs are designing their machines to incorporate things like linear transport systems today? OEMs are seeing an increased demand in many areas. Their end users want to increase their production without increasing their floor space. You know, so thus the OEMs, they have to make machines with smaller footprints, increase their throughput, you know, to lower scrap, raw materials, and even lower the energy requirements. They also need the ability to manufacture a large number of products and different package sizes on the same machine with quick changeovers. More machine flexibility to handle seasonal products. In theory, a lot size of one would be ideal. So using industry 4.0 concepts along with software product changeovers versus mechanical changes, this can become a reality. So are there any particular industries where you're seeing these linear transport technologies being applied most? Um, Largely packaging and assembly are, are the two big ones. Of course, food, beverage, and pharma are getting more excited as we're getting closer to releasing our hygienic design. And the XTS is also relevant for material handling, interlogistics, and basically any industry that requires like gapping of irregular flow or asynchronous product flow. All right, Jeff. So I understand that the extended transport system or the XTS, as you mentioned, has just become available in the U.S., Can you explain how Beckoff is adapting its technologies to the changing linear transport needs of OEMs? We have a great advantage now that the XTS has five years of experience in other regions of the world. So with a small number of components, basically an industrial PC, cable-free movers, guide rails, and motor modules, we can reduce the footprint of a machine. Over the last five years, we've expanded the number of track options. We have 45 and plus and minus 22 and a half degree curves to create an unlimited possibility of track geometries. Besides ovals, we can do circles, S-curves for raising product, we can do squares, and really any geometry that you can come up with by combining the different motor modules. Along with the Beckhoff rail system, HEPCO Motion has a GFX rail system that handles larger loads and longer service life. Other linear rail manufacturers are also looking at designs. Track management allows us to transfer movers between tracks on the fly. Our stainless steel XTS version for hygienic 
is getting lots of attention from food, beverage, and pharma. And X-Planar is also an emerging technology. Okay. So from your perspective as a mechatronics expert, Jeff, how do you view a technology like XTS in terms of what it represents to how OEMs approach product transport and material handling in their machine designs moving forward? I'm seeing a lot of interest from mechanical engineers. You know, typically in the past as a controls engineer, we would get speed torque requirements from them, you know, provide motor mounting, but there wasn't a lot of interface. What I'm seeing is there's a greater collaboration between the mechanical, electrical, and software engineers. When you look at it, the tooling on top of the mover is a key component. As each mover can move independently, we can synchronize them in groups, apply constant force. Um, We have built-in collision avoidance, which makes the programming easier for the controls engineer. This allows us to clamp parts. We can open and close bags. We can cap bottles or simply, you know, move parts down the line. And this complex design really needs to be done up front. End users and OEMs are looking together at the XTS and deciding what they want to accomplish in a production before they actually start the machine redesigns. The XTS isn't just a one-to-one substitute for lower cost solutions like chain-driven conveyors with lugs and buckets. Uh, It's a fundamentally different way to approach material handling transport processes. Using different approaches like doubling or tripling up slower processes, we're able to speed up the clock cycle of the machine. As in the past, the slowest process dictated your duty cycle. The XTS also allows us to buffer up parts between slow and fast processes to make the machine more efficient. Also, the continuous loop of movers allows for faster cycle times as the movers don't have to go backwards to catch the next product. All right. Thanks for explaining that, Jeff. One thing earlier, you mentioned the X-Planar system, which is another new technology uh, introduced by Beckhoff recently. And I had a chance to first see that at the SPS event in Nuremberg last fall, and I thought it was really interesting. Can you explain how this system differs from XTS and has it been implemented anywhere yet? So while the XTS is available today, the X-Planar is a future technology that we're developing. However, like you saw at the show, we are clearly demonstrating the possibilities of having high-precision, free-floating movers as the next step in linear automation. A planar mover incorporates a permanent magnet, which levitates above a planar tile that generates the magnetic field and also detects the motion or the position of the mover. The movers can move jerk-free, contact-free, which is very important, and they can travel up to four meters per second in the XY plane. We can also tilt them up to five degrees while in motion so we can transport liquids without spilling. We can also rotate tiles plus or minus 15 degrees, and we have an optional tile where we can actually rotate the product 360 degrees. We can also move it up and down five millimeters above the base. Each mover can carry up to six kilograms, or we can do more by grouping movers together. It takes advantage of the proven principles of the XTS and advances it to a whole new level. As we're celebrating our 20 years of business in the U.S., we're looking forward to the X-Planar as being part of our exciting future. Thank you for joining me for this podcast, Jeff, and thanks to all of our listeners, too. And please keep watching this space for more installments of Automation World Get Your Questions Answered. And remember to visit our website at www.automationworld.com to stay on top of the latest industrial automation technology insights, trends, and news. (music) 